0: Everybody. Welcome to Houston Astros Baseball. It is Saturday morning, July the 28th. Last night, the Astros make a trade with the Twins. We pick up relief pitcher Ryan Presley for two of our prospects. One of them is a right-handed pitcher, Jorge Alcala, who is the number 10 overall prospect for the Astros and also outfielder, Gilbert Celestino, who is the number 15 prospect. Some people said it was too much to give away, but I am totally okay with this, as I think we do need a solid reliever. Uh, Some people on our team are blowing up lately, but uh, I like this trade. Uh, Presley, I read earlier, he's from Dallas, and he is excited about the trade. He's excited about... uh, meeting his new teammates, and starting to contribute for the Astros. So far this year, he has 69 strikeouts in 47 and two-thirds innings. He's 1-1 one one with a 3.48 ERA, and he is tied for second in appearances and tied for third in strikeouts. Cyanel Perez was optioned back to Fresno. I figured that would be the, the uh, move that the Astros would make. So I believe that this trade gives the Astros a solid player to come in in the seventh or eighth inning and hold that lead down. So overall, I'm happy with that trade. So let's just get to this and get it out of the way, and hopefully the Astros can win both games this weekend. The Astros lose last night 11-2 to the Texas Rangers. Dallas Keuchel got the loss, and he goes to eight and nine. But I think he pitched well enough for us to get the win. But we had no offense, and the bullpen was a dumpster fire. He went five innings, six hits, and he only allowed three runs. Uh, Peacock came in and pitched one inning. He gave up two runs. And unbelievably, on a night where the bullpen stinks it up, Will Harris has a clean inning. Uh, Perez, in his last outing for the Astros, he only gave up one run, and that was on a solo shot. And Chris Davinsky, for the second outing in a row, he records zero outs. This time, he gives up four hits and a walk, and he gives up five runs. Devo, in July, eight appearances. He's given up runs in five of those eight games. On the 12th of July, he only recorded one out and he gave up three runs. On the 22nd, zero outs recorded, three runs allowed. And last night, five runs allowed without getting anybody out. His ERA is an unbelievable 23 0.40 for July, and I thought that would skew his overall ERA a little bit, but his ERA is still 4.19, so not sure what's going on with Devo, but uh, he is not the uh, stopper that he was last year. Uh, Sip came in. He threw one inning. He gave up two hits, and he got a strikeout, but he didn't allow any runs. And Guiardo, who had that seven ERA, he went five and a third inning and he gave up zero runs. The two runs the Astros did score was on the bullpen. The only one that did good was Gaddis offensively. Three for three, he scored two runs and had an RBI. So Gaddis went three for three and the Astros had six total hits. So Gaddis got half of the hits. Texas was up 6 to 1 going into the ninth inning, and then they added five runs to blow the game open. Tony Kemp 0 for 3, Stassi 0 for 3, Marwin 0 for 3, Reddick and Bregman 0 for 3, all of those guys. So a horrible, horrible outing for the Astros. Let's just put this on this podcast and the next one we make. We'll just be talking about two wins. Let's just forget all about this. So, bad news. Houston lost to Texas. They got blown out. Good news is they've already wrapped up the series, and they've already wrapped up the silver boot. Some more good news. Seattle lost 3-4 to four to the Angels, so they remain five games back. And Oakland lost to the Rockies, 3-1, to one, and they are still six games back. So an embarrassing loss for the Astros, but we did not lose any ground. The only ground that we lost was the Yankees. Now move up to the number two team overall, according to winning percentage. So it's Boston, the Yankees, Astros back down to three. Seattle's number four, and the Cubs are number five. The Cubs have a 583 winning percentage. Oakland, 581. We are very close to having the top five teams, as far as winning percentage goes, all coming from the American League, and three of them coming from the American League West. So that's even more impressive that the Astros are a top three team because two of the teams in their division are uh, top five teams, or top six teams. So that's pretty good. So anyway, uh, contributor Mark U sent me a message and let me play that for you real quick. Hey Rob, it's Mark You, uh, I uh, just heard your comment that in your opinion, Boston Red Sox are number one and Houston Astros are number two. However, in a postseason play construction, you believe Houston Astros are better built than the Red Sox. Please be so kind as to elaborate as to in what way we are better built. Is that from a pitching perspective, I assume? Or are you thinking of other aspects of the team construction between the Astros and the Red Sox. Thanks, Rob. All right, Mark, thanks a lot for your question. Uh, I believe you're correct in assuming that I made that statement based solely on uh, my beliefs that the Astros have the best pitching staff in baseball. You've got Verlander, Cole, Morton, Lance McCullers Jr., and Dallas Keuchel, who was our best pitcher, in my opinion, over the last month. Uh, And you also got McHugh. So you're going to start four of those guys. One of those guys are going to be in the bullpen with McHugh. So you won't have people having a bad year like Harris or Devo coming in to uh, ruin games for us. Um, And now, after the trade for Presley, I think we're even better than we were yesterday. So... I don't know a whole lot about the Red Sox, so I looked up some stats to help me answer this question for you. And uh, the Red Sox actually have four good starters. They all got about an average of an 11-4 win-loss record. And they do have a lights-out closer in Kimbrel, which I wish we did have someone like that. Uh, Offensively, they're number one in batting average. We are number five. On base percentage, they're number three and we're number four. So offensively, I think we are pretty close. Uh, ERA, they're number four, we're number one. They've allowed 50 more runs than we have. So we do have the better pitching staff. And if you want to go back to offensively, we've been playing a whole month and a half or a month, over a month, without our cleanup hitter, former all star. Uh, Rookie of the year, Carlos Correa. Um, They're tweaking with the outfield. They're kind of... They gave Marisnik his chance. They brought up Kemp, who I think has done well. Uh, They just recently brought up Tucker. And he's got quite a bit of playing time. I guess the last few games he hasn't. But, you know, but, but him batting 139 or whatever it was and... You know, that's going to hurt all of our offensive stats. Uh, Marwin got some chances in the outfield. He's been playing shortstop a lot because of Correa. He's nowhere near as good as he was last year. Uh, We're also without McCann. Uh, He's nowhere near as good as he was last year either. And uh, hopefully the trade we made for Maldonado, I hope they got his name right there. I hope that... uh, helps out our offense, even though, like you said, Stassi is doing well. So so basically, yes, I think it's our pitching staff. And when you get down to a series, if we get Correa back... So when we get to a series, a playoff series, if Kyle Tucker is batting 140, he's not going to play. He might pinch hit late in the game, maybe. If we're in the National League part, maybe if we do make the World Series... Um, I believe if we started the playoffs now, Tony Kemp would be starting in left field. and uh, But that's with Correa back. I don't think Marwin would be starting. Tucker wouldn't be starting. And I'm not sure about the catcher. It's Stassi or the new guy. Either one will be the same to me, if you, if you want me to be honest. So, again, yes, I just base that solely on our pitching staff. So, anyway... Um, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll go over tonight's game because I need to look up whether or not Cole Hamels actually got traded. Okay, so I looked it up, and Cole Hamels for sure got traded to the Cubs, taking his place is Ariel Huardo. Not sure if I said his name right. He's 0-1 with a 7.71 ERA. Uh, he's only made one start for the Rangers this year, and he allowed four runs. And four and two-thirds innings. This was against the White Sox back on May the 19th. 16 double-A starts. He went five and three with a 3.28 ERA. And he has to face Justin Verlander. Sunday, Mike Miner against Lance McCullers Jr. So, uh, hopefully Verlander shuts him down tonight. Hopefully the Astros get the bats going and, uh, Let's forget what happened last night, win these two games, and put all of that behind us. So that's it for today. Uh, Once again, thanks to Mark for your contribution to the podcast. And thanks to everyone out there for listening. We will see you next time here on Houston Astros Baseball.